Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast. The podcast that explores the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. Vault Dwellers and Wastelanders, welcome back to the Fallout Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots, and I'm here with a bunch of patrons. We have a big full house this week, and we are going back to a topic that we covered, I think it's been maybe two years now, two to three years ago, with patrons before, but as this show goes on and develops, we get new patrons who join on, some of the patrons stick around, some of them move on and do other things, but we have a very different cast of characters here with us today to talk about the topic so we are revisiting the question for each of you about where you would like to see future fallout games go which locations and why and the past the last time we talked about this we had some really fun locations come up all sorts of different places and i'm very interested to see what you all bring to the conversation and maybe you're going to mention some new places maybe you're going to mention some other locations that have come up a few other times but share some different perspectives on them so we're going to have to dig into that but we have a very large cast of people i'm going to mention each of your names as we are in the discussions i'll be calling you out so in order to welcome all of you at the same time get ready to unmute and make the sound of what your location sounds like when I, on the count of three. Here we go, get ready to unmute. One, two, three, go. Whoosh. <laughs> I don't know how many bagpipe might be. <laughs> bagpipe noises. Oh, caca whoosh, maybe bagpipe noises. Awesome, that went stunningly well. Um, welcome back everybody. This is going to be a fun episode. I'm I'm jazzed about uh, these conversations are always fun because one of the things I've learned over the years is that as much as I can be creative and think about where things might go or kind of tie some things together and project, okay, maybe this is something they've hinted at before. All of you bring a level of dynamic, interesting detail to this that I can't come up with myself. And I'm generally surprised and very interested to see what you come up with. So who would like to kick us off? Who has a idea that they would like to share for for the location little green little green starting us off welcome back to the show little green thank you happy to be here as always so if i remember right the first time i talked about this i said my lovely home state of new jersey but um honestly new orleans i would love to see new orleans yeah that was i, um, I believe that was one that came up in the past and there were some really cool ideas around new orleans and yeah, it's it one is. i've seen out in like you know the twitter twitter sphere or x whatever that is anymore uh you know on social media places <laughs> so why new orleans um the culture i feel like um because we, we uh it seems like the games do try and like dig a little bit into like the cultural like surroundings of like an area like whether it's boston west virginia um new Ve- like new vegas i want to see what like the the fallout world of new orleans is uh, just like what is different what has what stays the same and just what creatures are going to come out of that so you're like we're talking like bayou swampy creatures yeah stuff like that and just like you know how does how does bethesda how would bethesda treat the new orleans era 
Area. So my first thought, and we can open this up to everybody else, unless you have something else you want to add in, Lil. Um, no, I'm good. Everyone else could hop in. So my first thought about New Orleans is the music. And yes, that is a jazz. direct tie in to a lot of the music that we already have in the Fallout games, because we have this like early to mid 20th century music influence and a lot of that stuff. In fact, some of those cuts are go way back to the 1920s, 1930s. And when you're in the 20s and 30s, you're thinking like hot jazz, Dixieland, uh, swing, early swing, like stuff like that, that a lot of the roots for that music is from New Orleans. Yeah. So I can imagine that that would be a hotbed for like, can you imagine like a jazz DJ talking like yeah. old slang from New Orleans? That I mean, it's nice. Cool. Like when you get to when well, you do like play out uh, through uh, 76, you can like get a bunch of people together and do like all the instruments that are just kind of scattered about and just like hear like the music. But like the soul of that would be so much different. I feel like like when you're in like the New Orleans, like walking down like Bourbon Street or something like that, like popping off uh, mole rats or ghouls. I, I would imagine even a parade like they would have to have yes. some sort of storyline with a parade that marches down the Mardi street Gras parade. <laughs> yeah, like a Mardi Gras parade. But like maybe they're using it as a way to like lure out a bunch of the I don't know, the ghouls or something, feral ghouls in order to, to kill them or, you know, scare the death claws away. I don't know. Uh, so I, I love that idea. It's, I've I've actually thought about trying to do a tabletop version of that. I I know I say that, but then I go and look at rad rolls, and rad rolls is doing that right now. Yeah, they are. They are. Yeah, and Dave Dave Chapin's my a good example. Rad my friend. rolls is a great great example for a New Orleans Fallout. Yes, yes, you're right. I mean, that's absolutely true. Uh, Dave Chapin's who I do the Starfield Lorecast with, and his he's been on the show a few times, and we used to do the Fallout Hub show together um yeah yeah they, they have a show called rad rolls where they're doing new orleans uh, i think i mean when you're talking americana like this is one of the things that fallout really really focuses in on is americana new orleans is a big part of that oh it's yeah majorly like i would love to i would love to see like if with certain things like you said like a parade like imagine having like a float that's just like weaponized and all that it's I would love to see that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's still part of the culture. Like the people there still celebrate every year. And, and I mean, it would also give a good good reason to bring back Gator Claws. Absolutely. Yeah. Gator Claws <laughs> for sure. All right. Who else, who else has any thoughts about New Orleans? Any other perspectives on this? Um, the infrastructure is terrible around here as it is. So I can only imagine what it looks like after a holocaust so you say from here you're from new orleans i'm about an hour away from new orleans okay but yes so you're familiar with the area yes so in your mind what does a post-apocalyptic new orleans look like oh is it underwater is it part underwater i mean it's already part underwater is it more it underwater <laughs> i can only imagine that it's just a giant bowl <laughs> It's just a giant bowl. Everybody's on like some of the map places you can go where like there's buildings that are part submerged and you're kind of on top of them. Yeah, it's it's a lot of seeing, seeing how a lot of New Orleans culture is based around like fairies and rafts and pyros. And yeah, I'd see a lot of floating civilizations, mm -hmm. a lot more water creatures, potentially. I could see that. Betty, you had something you wanted to say. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to extend on the um, music topic, too, because there's a lot of like Delta blues that way, too. Um, I feel like it originated in that area. 
or like, yeah, in general. And then um, I feel like it's a really superstitious, supernatural kind of space that there'd be like a lot of graveyards and it'd be kind of an extension of some of that stuff from like Point Lookout with like the hanging dolls and that sort of thing. So yeah, kind of a voodoo aesthetic kind of thing going yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. I would say Nola as well, but that's okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Low grain. This was a, this was a good choice. I think this is one of my favorite ones from a previous point. And I, I think a lot of people resonate with this being a really cool location to do in a fallout game. So thanks for kicking that off for us. Who would like to go next? What's the next location we're going to go visit? Uh, Maverick, is that your hand up in the air? Maverick's back, everybody. Welcome back. Maverick. Yes, it is. It is I after a long hiatus off the Patreon episode, but yeah. So where yeah, are we going? New we are going to Phoenix, Arizona. Phoenix, Arizona. Ooh, another very interesting location that I have to wonder what would, what it would be like after the bombs dropped. Well, well, for one, once I, I've been, I've driven to Phoenix, Arizona. I've gone down I-15 through the mountains. It, it's basically another bowl. It's in a, it's a big valley. Yeah, so and it's you can't hot. Really get out. It's very hot. It's it, it'd probably be another New Vegas, to be honest. Yeah, hot and dry, but uh, almost to a, a, an even higher extreme. I mean, there is there are deserts, right? Like Nevada is mostly yeah. a desert. Uh, Las Vegas is in a desert, but there's something about that area which is, seems just even more arid somehow. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah. It, it it's very accurate in the summer, at least when I go through there. It, it seems like it's always the hottest days of the year. It seems like every time I go through. Yeah. Um, but any, anyway, I, it's just all the small little suburbs around Phoenix. It's not like Phoenix Metro area that, that I was thinking, cause there's a lot of, uh, uh, alleyways, a lot of different stuff that they could use really at, for, uh, Fallout-esque, like, faction headquarters. Um, not, not, there'd probably be more death claws since there's more lizards out in the desert. You could, there's, there's army bases out there. There's, there's a ton of stuff out there that they could experiment with, to be honest. Yeah. And even the, um, the way that the, the world itself would be almost dangerously too hot. The idea that like you would want to travel under the cover of night or you would have to have enough hydration or the right kinds of gear to go out. You could have like like a survival mode for Fallout 4, but like turned up to 11 potentially. Uh -huh. Yeah. OK. Phoenix, Arizona. Let's open this up. Who has any thoughts about Phoenix, Arizona? Who thinks that this I would have, be a cool location? I, I have some ideas for that. Yeah. Nova, go ahead. Well, I will say. First of all, uh, Nevada, the Mojave Desert is going to be much drier and more arid than the Sonoran Desert. It's the driest place in North America. Just, oh, okay. just to settle, just to settle that. Oh, yeah, good, good to know. After Atacama, but yeah. I will say that um, we do have a little bit of information about Phoenix from New Vegas, in that it was sacked by the Legion and made into obviously a slave camp. So depending on when, it would depend on when the setting is, then it it, it could be a uh, legion focused narrative again yeah or even like a post like end of the legion or to, like maybe or just as the beginning maybe maybe the beginning or maybe a slaves revolting or, or something like yeah. that yeah yeah something like that yeah but I've, uh i like there's a lot of potential i just like with every single location but there's a lot of potential with it because i i would like to think that uh 
that they would become more tribal, just like just like the people of, of uh, New Vegas did. Uh, the people of Phoenix become more tribal and maybe revert back to the Native American style of architecture, where they build buildings into mountains or like or they excavate uh, places out of mountains or homes out of mountains. So that'd be a pretty cool aesthetic, I think. Yeah, yeah. Some of those places uh, you can still visit today um, because there's the remnants of what the people that used to live there. But yeah, I, that would be really cool. This idea that like people are actually living in in the ground in ways yeah. that like it's easier to carve out more parts of a cave than it is to build something out of materials that you're lacking. Oh yeah, because there's like only cactus there. I don't think there's really many trees. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I so I would just imagine that a uh, fallout set in Phoenix, Arizona would be very, very tribal esque. And so there would be like no actual like this would be like no actual setups like we think of in four, seventy six or three or anything else. It would just be like these people like just a bunch of raiders or just a bunch of very primitive tribals that are speaking a mixture of of either creative languages or a hybrid of spanish and english yeah or maybe even some native american tribes that have or kind that, of re-emerged in the time because maybe they were better equipped at surviving than or that too yeah and other people yeah that could be really cool yeah. too yeah so it'd be kind of be like a, a not lonesome roads uh honest hearts in a way yeah that would have be cool. that feeling to it that'd be cool I like that. All right. Anybody else have any thoughts on Phoenix? Phoenix, Arizona. I agree. I, I like the thought of it being like it either being like a Legion territory or like the NCR pushing the Legion further back and it being like a mix of the two, like mm -hmm. how they did for New Vegas. Or even another faction getting involved from a different angle yeah. on a, in a part of the map that we haven't been to yet. So, you know, maybe yeah, there's like I, a, a Mexican faction that's been moving north. I mean, we did, like Mexico was mentioned in New Vegas through Ra Raul, so there is a good chance. But like, I, cool. I like the thought of I like the thought of like the beginning of Skyrim, but with but with NCR and and Legion. Uh huh. So like, a Legion member looks up and goes, "Oh look, you're awake." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, like you maybe you were a prisoner and you were part of one of the groups and the other group has you and yeah. you're going to try to cut your head off or something and then yeah. But instead you get shot in the head but then Doc Mitchell puts you back together again for some reason he's down in Phoenix. <laughs> what? Um yeah, that would be weird. All right, any other thoughts on Phoenix? All right, let's we'll wrap that one up. Thank you for that one, Maverick. All right, who wants to go next? Next location to go visit. Who has an idea? They like to chime in. I have one. Go for it, Nova. All right. So, um, obviously biased because I have family there, but I was going to say Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. I don't know a yes. whole lot about Omaha, Nebraska. So why Omaha? Um, well, there's a lot of corn there, but that's not the main reason. So <laughs> the reason why I think it's a Omaha, corn farming <laughs> simulation. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's the only reason I swear. No, um, Reason being is because if you're familiar with the Air Force, then you would know what Offutt Air Force Base is. That is what the that was the home base for what is called Strategic Air Command or was called Strategic Air Command during the Cold War. And that was Bomber Command, really. That, that was where if we were going to launch the nukes, the order was going to come from Offutt Air Force Base. And so if and so I would like to see really like how that 
evolved in, in the effects that it had during the Sino-American War, because I'd like to imagine, or at least I'd like to hope, that Offutt Air Force Base existed within the Fallen Universe, and it still contained the same strategic importance, because it because like in, in order of what was going to be struck most, it was first Washington, D.C., obviously, and then Offutt Air Force Base. And I think this like... Yeah, new command. You want a new new command so they can't nuke you back. Sure. Yeah, and I I think once the Soviet archives were uh, like finally dug into, it was like something in the neighborhood of thirty megatons of warheads were targeted at Omaha, Nebraska. Which, just to put into context, what destroyed uh, what destroyed the city of Nagasaki was twenty kilotons. So this is a hundred fifty. This is like a hundred. 1,500 times the yeah. person that okay. 1,500 times the um, megatonnage. Or right. So the, the that raises a question. Like if it was nuked, which chances are it would have been what's uh, like, is this like when we go to the capital wastes, it is very, very much destroyed. There are very few yes. buildings still standing. Right. W- is would this be a scenario very similar to that? Is that what you would expect? Or would you have expected maybe there were some sort of countermeasures the way that, say, Doctor you know, Mr. House, not Dr. Mr. House uh, would have taken in order to preserve the location? Like maybe they were able to fend if- off the nuke somehow. If D.C. didn't have countermeasures, I can't imagine that Omaha, Nebraska, which is a fifth the size and population right. of DC itself would have the countermeasures there in but it is in, further inland so they at least had a little bit more warning period yeah, it, yeah and, and that's exactly why they chose Omaha Nebraska and uh, or, or let's chose off at Air Force Base as SAC command that's why they chose Whiteman here in uh, Missouri as bomb uh, as the main bomber base but uh, so, so yeah they would have more more time that's exactly what I wanted to to get into was they would probably have a massive bunker complex underneath or spread throughout the entirety of Omaha, Nebraska, that probably would have saved at the very least the entire uh, Offutt military contingent that wasn't in bombers that yeah. took off, didn't take off in bombers and fighters. So you could have the rent, you could have easily weasel in the enclave absolutely in there and, yeah. and make it a very, very understandable reason as to why there's a massive enclave presence here in the Midwest. And we already do know that the Brotherhood of Steel was in Chicago, so you could easily bring them down here as well as kind of like what we saw with the Pridwin, maybe a maybe, maybe there's a scouting force on the as on the recesses of the city, of the right. destroyed city. And so well, it could be a another uh, fight uh, fight that way. Right. Well, we also know that based on Fallout 76 lore, the Brotherhood made their way across the United States. Yes, so passing by a place like Omaha, Nebraska could very well be justified as like, well, maybe yeah. some of them dropped off on this location along the way. Um, yeah. And they, yeah, it, it just make, it just makes sense doing that, especially since it's a major logistical hub. Yeah. 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 This is a cool idea. I, I really like this idea. Um, also, it, it raises the question in my mind, uh, if you have a large network of underground bunkers, then you have kind of like a Blackreach in a Fallout game. Blackreach being like the big underground location in Skyrim. How oh, you, yeah. How would you feel about that? Like, a, like, a oh, my God, there's more here underground than what we can see on the top of the map. I think that would I think that would greatly expand what you could like what you could put into the game because then you could have some parts of the bunkers that are or some parts of the complex that are completely collapsed in fact like you like like maybe have x like 
for all, all for all we know, Voltec could have excavated a massive, massive complex underneath the entirety of Omaha. Yeah, it's purely for the purely f- just for the people there because it's 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 inland. It's six hundred feet above sea level. It's not going to flood or anything. Right. What it's if right, what if it opens right. up the idea of like mega vaults? Exactly. Like maybe this is mega vault 001 or something, and all of a sudden. Yeah. We have like, no, this isn't just a regular vault. This is a mega vault. And it had a complete like that could blow the, you know, the lore out in yeah. a totally different direction. Yeah. Or, or you could instead of using a, a numerical system, you can use an alphabetical system instead. And yeah. so instead it opens up into a into a different uh, wing as well. And so mega vault. It, it, so, oh, and people are like, is that <laughs> zero? But it's no, zero, it's, it's O for it, Omaha. Yeah. Just just like Dr. O. <laughs> yeah. 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 It, oh, yeah. That, that's 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 clever. I like that. <laughs> that could totally oh, work. Omaha. Yeah, people are like, yeah. oh wait, is this Vault Zero? No, no, it's not Vault Zero. It's Vault yeah. O. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And so I I really do like that idea. Gosh, that that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, this is cool. This is cool. Somebody needs to get on this. If anybody at Bethesda is listening and planning yeah. ten years from now for the next we, Fallout, we game. need mega vaults. <laughs> mega vaults. There you go. All right, let's open this up because we got to we got to get everybody in on this. Who who likes this idea? Who wants to chime in with some other thoughts on Omaha, Omaha, Nebraska? I don't know why I came back and the first thing I heard was the the O and zero and it was just my brain's like, wait, is this like a Doctor O, Doctor Zero from like Old World Blues? Yeah, it's yeah, sorta. <laughs> you got- no, I I I will agree. I do like the Omaha idea, but when you said like there was it the how much how many nukes were launched at it, and I was like, would it be like a Fallout Salt Lake City situation where it just doesn't exist anymore? It's I mean, a giant crater. It could be. It could, maybe the outside is extremely destroyed and irradiated, but most of the game takes place underground. Well, you could do that, something like that. That could no. be too. <laughs> could be a uh, Fallout One scenario where it's placed in Los Angeles, and Los Angeles is basically a crater at this point. Right. So it's all the locations out and around it, and maybe yeah. maybe yeah. the only thing in Omaha is the bunker underneath still, but you have uh, these other external locations nearby well, you have well, you have like it, it would mostly be targeting obviously off at air force base and so that area would mostly be completely destroyed but i would imagine the suburbs would still mostly be intact yeah so you can have a variety of locations and different yeah. amounts of destruction throughout it yeah yeah exactly yeah, totally yeah. Work. you know just like i think it's on the west side of omaha is off at air force base i may be incorrect about that but you know it's like this side over here is just destroyed this side over here is somewhat livable just a lot of mutations and radiation and maybe fav if they decide to bring that back again which sure. they definitely will which they, they will <laughs> like yeah like on, on the one episode i did of like these are things will always be in fallout games because mm-hmm. fallout games like like people like to come up with reasons why well it doesn't make sense for this stuff to be here anymore but they forget that like this is a product and you have to market the product and you have to incorporate things that are part of the identity of the product and if you take those things out then people get upset so yeah those things are always going to be there whether they make sense or not they're just going to get shoehorned in um unless they go on some sort of real extreme side version of the game but i think for mainline games at least that's the truth um any other thoughts on omaha we've got so many more people to get to so just want to make sure we we cover everybody this is a really cool idea nova ball at five corn country corn country making corn all right who wants to go next Pumpkin King, you're up. So I'm taking y'all to my home state. We're going to Missoula, Montana. 
Missoula, Montana. We're going Missoula, Montana, northward. Okay. So the reason why is we got it's well, it was mentioned in New Vegas. It was used for mining. Montana was used for mining, but up here we got mining, logging, of uh, just anything of that nature. But we've also got you know you could incorporate fishing into the game. Lots of open There's land for all lots sorts of stuff. Mace, massive open land. But one of my main reasons for picking Montana specifically is because Montana was also known for having some of the most silos in the United States, <laughs> missile silos in the United States which would be a prime target for for bombs right right or for confiscating for technology or for you know all, all sorts of which reasons. is also which you can also put into like you know enclave just went into the silos and that whole thing uh like there's a lot of mechanics they could put in like the house building that they put in skyrim or the uh or why the the settlement system in Fallout 4. The settlement yeah. system, yeah. Sure. Uh, like I said, fishing. The some uh, up here, I th uh, I think would be funny is making something I came up with for a tabletop is called a moose claw. Okay. <laughs> it's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> Wait, is it a weapon? What is it? It's um. Well, it's a moose mixed with the death claw. Oh, I see. I got. I got you. I got. You. I was thinking like the like like you know the death claw hand, like yeah, an yeah, actual no, no, like a big moose hand. Like it's, it's instead of a moose, it's instead of a death claw hand, it's just moose antlers. <laughs> right. Right. I was like, that's a okay. But yeah. Like there's like he, uh with the, there's a lot of open space, but within that open space, there's a lot of a lot of stuff that could be done. There's a lot of train routes. There's a lot of a lot of stuff that could be worked with. And even the connection to Canada. Like yeah, you could have some storylines yeah, from like right what's, what actually was going on with you the go, whole Canadian You have to go Canadian up through Glacier and you have to go and find out what's going on in Canada. Yeah, that can be cool. All right. So what was the, what's the name of the specifically? Like, Missoula. Missoula. Montana. Missoula, Montana. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's open this up. Who has any thoughts about Missoula, Montana? Any other? We're talking uh, like Northern Wilderness. I, um... I'm pretty sure the Lonesome Drifter from New Vegas is, had mentioned he's from Montana. So it would be cool to have some sort of appearance of him and to learn a little more lore about him because he's so such a mysterious character in a way. Like, I feel like you don't totally know his story all the way. He has a story, but I would like to know more about him. So it would be really cool to do it in Montana. I feel like you could really lean into the cowboy thing in Montana. Yeah. Have, like, horses that you could ride kind of like you know an oblivion finally horses. incorporate horses the one thing they've been hinting at since the beginning and yeah, what if they're like brahmin <laughs> with two heads like two-headed horses that you ride on yeah that would be sick <laughs> we've also got buffalo oh yeah oh. <gasps> two-headed yeah, buffalo bison. yeah bison we, well, buffalo. Call them, we call them bison here but I, i'm pretty sure they're essentially they're kind of the same. I think buffalo. I think buffalo is actually the the wrong name. If I if I'm I might be wrong about this, but I think American bison is the actual name. Yeah, that's the people the name call the them animal, buffalo. The people that call them buffalo. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we do have. So yeah, we have bison here. So that it would be like you know the Montana version of Brahmin, like how they had the big corners in New Vegas. Yeah. I I really like the idea of the bison and the moose because. I think it'd be fun to incorporate more of the megafauna into the games as 
instead of, you know, Montana is not a very highly populated state. So there'd be less ghouls and there'd be less super mutants, but I think it'd be fun to try to incorporate more creatures into it. Yeah. And I think that the moose and the bison would be very scary. Actually, if you've ever been up, have you, have you been up close to a moose before? They are gigantic. You don't don't want to be. They are huge. They are so big. I, I was on a ski trip. Uh, years ago when I was in high school and uh, I think we were going up one of the lifts one of the lifts up into the mountain and we looked down and like I don't know 50 feet away there was there was a moose standing among the trees and I was just like oh my that is huge that thing like I wouldn't like I'm full height male human like wouldn't like my head is not is not taller than the back of that creature like holy moly yeah. But yeah, one of the, there's even, you know, we've even got our, you know, encrypted stories. We've got flat, the flathead lake monster. And then there was this other one. I don't remember. Then we, of course we've got our normal Bigfoot. Um, but there's also a lot of native American folklore and heritage here that we that it could also be incorporated. Yeah. That would be really cool. <laughs> that, that'd be great. And yeah. There's, there's just, there's a lot to Montana that a lot of people don't know about. <laughs> One of my favorite things is our, the fact that our, our motto is get lost. <laughs> get lost. Nice. <laughs> I'm sure you could work that into a, a Fallout game or yeah. like a faction. Like yeah. one of the factions mottos is also the same motto. Like it's like, like a raider group <laughs> or something. Yeah. There, yeah. We like, but yeah, there's the lake, which I you could, you know, there could be a whole a boat system where you can get on a boat and use it to get on the islands or go fishing and yeah that sounds like it has yeah. a lot of potential this is a really cool idea anybody else have any thoughts about montana i guess we're wrapping this one up all right oh uh, M- maverick do. go ahead at the very last minute i'm sorry i just had a thought oh you're good so going going with uh betty's idea of cowboys because it's not very populated like we we've already established why not have like boom the return of boom towns like for because as they said it was used for mining and everything everything why not use boom towns and then once that mining dries up you your character can run across abandoned towns along the way and uh yeah like a second gold rush i see i see what you're saying exactly yeah there's there's go it yeah ghost towns there's tons of them here yeah um i just had another thing though there's something there's something's god what was it i just had it that's all right. If it comes back to you, let let us yeah. know. Nova, did you want to chime in with something on this? Uh, yeah, I was I was going to say that it would be just an well. First of all, it'd be very fun to actually be able to fish and fall out. I will say that. But secondly, can you imagine the snow that you would get up there? Like seriously, that a season that a season system. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that you would be don't really cool. Understand? Oh, or like lakes freezing, or uh, the mutated <laughs> the fish, of, the kinds of fish you would the catch. Of, and, the amount of black ice and cars going off the roads. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it would be, be really cool. Uh, so one thing that I think would be cool would be a sled system. Yeah, yeah, and like sled dogs and stuff. For well, for winter anyway, because the second the second it comes, like you know, it's like May, it just disappears. Yeah, what if dog meets like the head of your sled dog group? <laughs> That'd be great. And with it, with it, with Montana and it having trade routes to you know from you know down Washington down to California, you could definitely enter like get the NCR in there. 
or you know with i feel like i don't i feel like it'd be too cold for the legion <laughs> <laughs> maybe they'd have to well they i mean it, they're modeling the romans so they would have, it'd be like the northern stretches of the roman empire where they had to like wear lots of furs and stuff but, but, but yeah, yeah like, and they need some longer yeah. skirts yeah long <laughs> long skirts furs all sorts of things yeah, like yeah. The, there's a lot that they could add brotherhood of steel would be a big one i know that they probably do well that one's going to be in every game yeah i would love yeah. to see just some french canadian separatists though that are trying to invade so, that would be cool one thing like, I even though even awesome though like cool. even though Sorry, quebec is a, i was gonna say even though quebec is a cr- like basically across the entire continent i didn't think it'd just be hilarious it was like a little quebec settlement <laughs> and the cities walk in they just ran people going oh <laughs> so one so i did think about this with it be you know this this would be like you know bordering canada you, you would be if you go up towards that way you, you'd find settlements of like what originally were mounties you know mm-hmm. canadian mounties mm-hmm. i think would be a really cool one yeah yeah there's a lot of flavor stuff you could pull and with it with again with the expanse it's gonna it's kind of something like uh how west virginia is you're gonna see a lot of uh fire towers ranger stations you're gonna see a lot of that which I feel like, again, would be a perfect addition. Yeah. Yeah, that all yeah. makes a lot of sense. All right, well, we've got to move on. Uh, Nova, uh, do you have something? Uh, the best part about this is we can actually finally get some Canadian lore as to how right. the average Canadians felt. Right. Because like, right. that's been something that's been, you know, it's a huge part of the fault of the fault mythos is, oh, it's little America. But then we hear, we never hear of anything in Canada except for what we think is Toronto in, uh, in the pit. Yeah, there's there's really not a whole lot there to go on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. All right. Uh, tell you what, we're going to take a quick break and thank our, our patrons, you guys, and everybody else who helps support the show. And we'll be back in just a minute to hear some more thoughts about different locations that we could go to. So be ready to chime in when we get back. Here we go. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. All right, here we are in the middle of the show, and we don't have any new patrons to shout out from the last week, but we do have our regular patrons, our Sentry Bots, our Tier 5 patrons who get shout outs every week, including Germinator, Mark Cates, and Sky Rhodes. Thank you so much for your support. And um, we do have some new reviews here that came in. I'm going to I'm gonna pick two of them real quick to read. These are on Apple Podcasts, and if you leave a five-star review, then you're going to get uh, it read out in a future episode. This one's from White Demon 6 in the U.S. who writes, Vault-tastic, excellent work on, the, on this podcast and bringing the fans together. I wrote a longer review and sent it in an email. I look forward to hearing what comes next. I'm sure I saw that somewhere and at some point read it and now it's just lost in a, you know, a whole pile of emails. I appreciate it. Um, I'll see if I can dig that back up in the future and, and actually read through the longer version, but I appreciate you taking the time to do that. So thank you so much. And then we have one from uh, Quadrispree. I think I'm pronouncing that right from the U.S. who writes an absolutely incredible podcast. I must say this podcast had me hooked from day one. I've been listening for about a year and I couldn't find out how to leave a review. LOL. But finally, I absolutely love this podcast. The way Tom goes through the lore in an extremely informative way, yet not overwhelming. 
overall, this podcast is a great listen for any Fallout fans. So thank you so much for your taking the time to do that. It helps the show a ton to get these reviews. So thank you so much for that. And thank you for all of your support. Everybody here, all of our patrons, uh, we're currently at 71 patrons. So thank you to all of you. And if you are interested in checking out what you can get from helping support on the Patreon, patreon.com slash falloutlorecast is the place you can do it. All right, let's move on with the rest of the show. If you have any questions about Nuka World, I'd be delighted to answer them. All right, we're back. Who's ready to go take us to another location? Where are we going now? Slocum. Slocum Bro. Which, by the way, is a great name. Thank you. So, uh, kind of going off what Pumpkin King was talking about, uh, I was thinking South Dakota. Um, so, it may be better just to do like a, a nor- Northern Plains instead of like a specific state. But um, the main reason I was thinking that is so like the main message of fallout is like the danger of capitalism and materialism when it's like, you know, left unchecked. So I thought like maybe, and also what I liked about fallout four was how, um, it looked at like the American revolution. So I thought working in like, um, the native American history in the United States would, would be a cool next step. Um, I feel like South Dakota would be a, a good state just because it's, it was one of the more recent conflicts or it was one of the later conflicts. Um, Between Native Americans and the U.S. government specifically. Correct. Yeah. Like with the custody last stand that was in, it was in Montana, but it, um, a lot of it was, was Lakota from, from South Dakota. Um, it has a lot of like really recognizable places like, Mount Rushmore and Crazy Horse. Uh, and uh, also with like the Badlands, there's a lot of diverse um, geography. So kind of like how 76 worked out pretty well. Um, I feel like um, having that, plus we can bring in snow, kind of like what he was talking about too. And uh, I was actually able to go to the Black Hills about two years ago. And uh, I don't just kind of fell in love with the place. Um, yeah, I've, I've never been up there. Um, the company I used to work for actually it was a marketing agency and they did work for a university in South Dakota. And so some of my coworkers got to go. So I saw pictures and things, but I've never I've never actually been to South Dakota. But I imagine like, I mean, it, it is probably one of the le- or the least populated state in the United States, I believe. It's one of the two, maybe. So it, it, I'm pretty sure. It's Montana's the least populated. Okay, but it's North like it's Dakota, I think, comes up close. Yeah, North Dakota, Dakota and then Dakota South Dakota. Dakota. Like both Dakota of those are very like yeah, like the popular or maybe it's less least densely popular. It's it's low on that list, right? So you're gonna end up with lots of open land and the whole like the the pieces of history that you're talking about, a lot more Native American stuff, which would be really cool. Like anytime you bring in cultures and you can like really focus on like in doing in a very respectful way, showing more about those cultures and those kinds of things. That's also really, really cool. So I like the idea for that too. And the, like I was kind of talking to my wife about the idea and you know, we definitely need to like, they would need to like bring in, you know, Native American consultants just to make sure it was, you know, being done accurately and respectfully. Absolutely. Did like, you see that there was a post online somewhere where somebody was like complaining about like Mexican stuff in Mario games. And then the next person who responded was like, so by the way, Mexican here 
We love it when our stuff shows up in games. Please keep doing this. Thanks. <laughs> like, yeah, like if you do it respectfully, then there's nothing wrong with it. You know, like show it off respectfully. Absolutely. I feel like that's kind of an untapped area for the Fallout franchise. Um, and uh, we were in Mexico last year and we there's a Native American artist who was doing like um, futuristic versions of like the typical native motifs and uh it kind of gave me some some fallout vibes but um yeah yeah, i felt like they could work in like trains and uh, horses would be a nice introduction to transportation in the fallout franchise i feel like that's more controllable than like cars or something like that yeah you could have a settlement system with railways connecting everything yeah that could be cool all right let's open this up what do you guys think about South Dakota? Any other thoughts on this one? I I do really like that, especially since it's a, you know it's the same thing. It's kind of like Montana. It's got it's got the you know the what the openness. Love the love that, and you could do you know you know the fishing. That's all that stuff, and again horses, almost kind of like the Wild West, almost, but it's but more further along <laughs> yeah and probably less likely less likely to have been bombed like large swaths of that land is probably yeah. still pristine at least as much as it could be having you know survived nuclear fallout everywhere else but um yeah i can imagine lots of you know lots of actual forest land and, and things like that cool stuff and, and that's what i liked about uh 76 is he had those spots that were still kind of gave me like skyrim vibes where I, you know, and there are still bombed areas too, just to keep you in, you know, in the, in the world. But at the same time, like, it's nice to have that kind of break. Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts on this one? Lil, I see that you're unmuted. Did you want to chime in? Oh, my little, it's just one quick thing. I, if it's South Dakota, I just want to be able to build a camp or settlement on top of Mount Rushmore. Yeah, that would be, <laughs> or to carve out another thing. What, what if there's a different, what if, what if, what oh if my. A, there's a, what if it's like a national treasure and there's a, or it's room like room inside the head. Yeah, but there's a room inside the head. Or if what if there's like a President Eden like like face on Mount yes. Rushmore or something? Yeah. He stole my idea. Oh my god. <laughs> that would be amazing. Like we didn't know it all this time and now we're finally there and oh look who's on the oh, Mount Rushmore. What if it's or President or President like Richards. President Richards. Right, it could be President Richards. It could be any any of the douchebags who took control at some point and <laughs> thought they put their face on a mountain. <laughs> you know? It would be nice if I, if like we're playing with like um like the environmental storytelling and like they like we're like they have like a lookouts normally for like uh, civilians, they have like a bunch of like rocket launchers or mini nukes just that are emptied and scattered, and like one of the faces is just like partially destroyed. <laughs> there's like lots of like pock marks from explosives yeah, on so the just face. Pock marks. People are just trying to blow yeah. it out because you know because yeah. no one likes the presidents. Uh, sorry, you mentioned this made me think of a cloudy with a chance of meatballs thing where it was three of the faces get hit from the front, but Lincoln gets it from the back. Oh no! no. <laughs> oh, too soon. <laughs> No, it's almost been a hundred. It's been well over hundred years. Fifty years it's been too soon. And like, it's been like hundred and sixty years. Yeah. I think we're yeah. pretty good at this point. But at the same time, though, that poor. Oh, didn't have to do him that dirty. That was weird. The back of the head. Nobody deserves that. Oh no! It was a, it was a cream pie. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, on that note, I, I, I have Maverick, something to go ahead. Down. Wall drug 
South Dakota. Wall drug South. Okay, so what is this? Uh, Wall drug South Dakota is a dr- is a big old long drug store that that it's a tourist destination. It's a huge tourist trap. It's it's basically like a huge drug store that that's like a whole town. Oh man! So it's like one of those like Kinda, places it's, you it's like road bu- stop so places. It's like Bucky's. It's an older version. It's an older type version of Bucky's. Yes. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I was thinking it, we actually stopped there, and I was thinking it could be like the new White Spring, got it from '76. Oh, dude! And if it's a drugstore, so they could have all sorts of different types of uh, chems and things. Welcome to Psycho Mart. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Silas, did you want to say something? Um. I was saying, I was thinking it'd be a really good idea <clears throat> just with the, the indigenous representation that uh, he had brought up. I think that'd be a great idea as long as it's done respectfully. And then with the Mount Rushmore um, with how, I don't want to say cartoony, but how cartoony fallout can be sometimes. I think it'd be really funny if uh, along the lines of a, um, silver shroud type of thing where there's this villain who his entire thing is that he just wants to blow up Mount Rushmore. And you play as like this, this hero trying to stop the cartoony villain from doing the, you know, typical type of thing. I think, I think it's something with him. Exactly. Like, and yeah, I think it's with twirling his mustache and like tying yeah. people to railroads and like yeah, he gets, he gets old dynamite Spider-Man. in order to do it. Mm-hmm. Like sticks of dynamite. He's been hoarding. Yeah. I think it's within the realm of fallout goofiness that, I don't think it completely break the immersion. Yeah, I could totally see that as as being a thing or a character who plays a character from one of the comics that we didn't have hasn't been revealed before. And it's like this, like mustache twirly villain. Yeah, 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 totally. I could see that, man. This this one, these this conversation, these ideas have been so good. The conversation just keeps going and going. And we only have so much time for the episode. How would you guys feel about doing maybe one more and then saving the rest of the ideas for like the next episode so we can give everything more time? Because then like the ideas are just so good. I don't want to shortcut anything too much. So we cool with that. All right. So who would like to wrap up this episode for us? I've got Spartan here, AK Spartan with our finale idea for this for this time. And then we'll we'll follow up on this again next time. Yeah. So I. First of all, I thought um, more of a region just because future Fallout games, I mean, we're thinking so far ahead of the scope's probably going to be huge. And so I was thinking it'd be really cool. uh, And I've actually been thinking this even more going along with what everybody's been saying with some of these other ideas. uh, Fallout Great Lakes would be super cool. Uh, I had thought the way I would think of it is it, um, it would pretty much cover, I think you could include, if, if we're talking down the line, you could probably do from Detroit to about Cleveland and have Toledo in between. That's about a, t- a couple hours drive. Uh, you have the islands right there on the lakes. Uh, you could do stuff with Canada of the, uh, the, the monument for uh, Perry's monument for the battle of Lake Erie on one of the islands there. Um, there's a lot of, uh, music culture in both cities that you could tap into with Detroit, with the Motown stuff and Cleveland with the rock hall. 
And I think like Cleveland, especially like you have the rock and roll hall of fame, which is both like, that'd be really cool to run through as like a, like a broken down area, you know, finding Easter eggs and stuff. Or like there's West side market, which is, uh, it's uh, a total, it's a massive indoor like market, like for foods from all over the world that was built in 1912. Um, I just think there's a lot of cool stuff in those areas and you could connect it, you know, especially with the lakes right there, you could connect it to Canada. Detroit is, is a very short drive from the Canadian border. And I think, I, I don't know if that would be too big or not, but like, I definitely think Cleveland would be very cool or Detroit, but I think a fallout great lakes just in that whole region, you could have the fishing too. Cause the, yeah. the lakes right there. I mean, that yeah. would be, that was something else I thought of, but that's just where I was thinking is especially um, I don't know as much about Detroit because I, so I live in Michigan now, but I'm, I'm from uh, about 40 minutes South of Cleveland, which is why I thought of this. Uh, I love Cleveland. And so I, I don't have as much to say about Detroit, although I, I do think it'd be very cool, but I think Cleveland especially would be in a fallout great lakes. Maybe, maybe having that be where you end up would be very cool. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could focus in on one area and then uh, like a place like Detroit could be kind of like a DLC zone that you go out to, or they could consolidate the area like they did with 76. You've got Appalachia where all of those cities are actually fairly far apart and they've kind of consolidated consolidated did i just say that into a map that's four times the size of fallout 4 so you could kind of shrink it a little bit in order to have like the different cities on different ends of the map right um but you could also integrate i mean they have a a ship system they built it's spaceships in starfield but it shouldn't be that that hard to turn those into actual water ships and then having like seafaring stuff going on in the Great Lakes between the cities as like a transport thing. And then maybe raiders are, are like pirates out in the middle of the these big seas, you know, like the big lakes. Um, so, yeah, I could see that stuff, too. Uh, and, and then you also have Detroit with the manufacturing, all the auto manufacturers and the history of what has happened with them over time and and a lot of technology and things there potentially that could be used for you know maybe went from auto manufacturing to robot manufacturing and that kind of stuff and then now you've got more of that stuff going on so yeah i think this could be a really cool idea yeah and i I just want to throw in too i I did forget to mention ohio has a a ridiculous amount of cryptid related stuff there's great cryptid stuff in ohio there's pretty much every county has some type of story i looked up a list just to try to get, because there's all, I mean, there's Mothman stuff in Southern Ohio, uh, but there's I, some of these I hadn't even heard of. One, the, the Dogman of Defiance, which was apparently a werewolf-like creature that was terrorizing a county in the 70s. That's great. But I, I, I thought of that too, especially with how 76 dives into with the cryptid stuff, that there's a lot of that, in the at least in Ohio. Yeah, I would hope that that's an element that they're going to carry forward in the other games as as they continue to make new Fallout games. I think that would be great. All right, I want to hear from some some of you who haven't had the chance to really chime in too much, who hasn't had a lot of time to talk but wants to say something. Anybody? Um, if you're totally happy, just kind of hanging out and being part of this anyway. That's I'm I'm happy if you're happy, but if you want to say something you haven't had a chance to talk too much, feel free to chime in. Um, Maverick, I see that you're unmuted. Would you like to go? Yes, as the resident Great Laker around here, um, I'd like to say that this would be a great idea, to be honest, because they're, they're, uh, Canada is closer to Detroit than you actually think. Like, literally, it's right there. It's right there. And it's just, you just, it's, it's right over there. Literally, right there. 
you gotta go over a bridge or two bridges, but it's right there. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I I think it's a great idea because of all the water and all that. You know, I'm not a, ever since Fallout Four and everything since they've moved inland from Fallout Four. I've been like, do more than water, do more than harbor stuff. But in this instance, I'll, I'll give it I'll give it a pass because it's my home state, my home region, because it's Lake Huron and Lake Erie. Yeah, Erie. I I think for a minute there, my Great Lakes. There's Michigan, Superior, Huron, Erie, and Ontario. Um, but yeah, no, no, and, and there are a bunch of different cryptids in Michigan also, along with Ohio, which. And maybe and even some Canadian that, ones. We can get Canadian cryptids like encroaching in from the north. Mm-hmm. That could be fun. And then, and then the bridge down in southern Ohio is the bridge that they blew up in '76. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I like how all this stuff no. connects. That's that's cool. That's cool. All right, who else has some thoughts on this one? Pumpkin? So, uh, one thing I think would be a good a good addition as well is with uh, with the amount of shipwrecks that have happened in those lakes. Yeah, I could easily see them doing like a ghost ship storyline. <sighs> oh, that would be so cool! And I feel like that would be incredibly awesome. Like 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 the mist comes in, kind of like in Far yeah. Harbor. It wouldn't it but, wouldn't be the first time that there would there would have been ghosts in the series. Sure, absolutely. So I would have been. That would be. Uh, I think that would be awesome. An entire ghost ship. Either it be it could be like you know an encounter, just an Easter egg, just a ghost. I want a ghost ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's a cool idea. I would love I would love more ghost stuff too. You know, as much as I'm a skeptic in, in like real world, like real life, I love like creepy, weird stuff, especially when it's in a game. Like it's just that's just fun. You know, any other thoughts on this one? Anybody else want to chime in? I think this might be done. I think we're done with thoughts on this one. All right. These are some really fun locations. I think we kind of have a theme here. We want a little bit more in like rural areas with rural stuff. We want a lot, a lot more like old culture stuff or Native American culture stuff or Canadian stuff kind of mixing in some um, and some lesser known locations that also have really interesting history. That's, I mean, I, that seems to be where the theme is going. So if anybody's listening at Bethesda, here's some ideas for you. We came up with some. Uh, maybe you can incorporate. Wouldn't that be crazy if they took one of these ideas and then they incorporated everybody's names as like NPCs in the game? That would be amazing. It's just like just random people you come across. That would be so cool. Um, a boy can dream. But we have to wrap up the episode. It's time to wrap this up. So, so I'm so thankful for you being here and joining me these chats are always the, the you know the best thing of my month so thanks for being here um, we're gonna go through everybody and if you have something you want to shout out feel free to do that otherwise just you know thanks for being here and being a part of this let's start with Lil Green we're gonna go through the screen from my view Lil Green well um, since I got my new camera I'm gonna be trying to push out more of my photography business so if you want to check out what I'm doing you can always look me up on Instagram at Lil Green underscore photography um, or if you, I don't know, want, for some reason want to ask me questions about anything I do, just reach out to me on the Discord and I'll, I'll eventually see it. I check it a couple times a day. Or the meaning so of that's really life in the universe or anything like that. Yeah. 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 
That's everybody all. should That's send Lil Green a question about the nature of reality and the meaning of life. <laughs> God, <laughs> that would be great. That'd be an interesting day. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everybody sending me these questions? What is going on? Uh, Elgato Pub, Pub is also rating us. Thank you for the raid. Welcome to the show, everybody. We're wrap, actually wrapping up the show, uh, but thank you for for the raid. Um, let's move on to AK. Thank you, Bill Green, for being here. Uh, AK Spartan, thanks for joining us. You got anything you want to shout out? Uh, nothing to promote per se. Uh, I am. So I'm on, I'm on the discord, AK Spartan. Uh, I've been playing a lot of remnant two and Diablo four. So if anybody wants to play those, I'm on the discord, but I don't really have anything to promote per se. I am, I'm in the guild on, uh, for ESO too. So, uh, you can find me there, but I'm really just hanging out and playing games and such. Uh, but other than that, I'm not really to promote. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Definitely hit people up on, on, in there's channels where you can just be like, Hey, I'm playing a game. Maybe we want to join me. And then who knows? You might, might find people to get together with. Uh, so awesome. Thanks for being here. Silas, you got anything to shout out? Um, not necessarily. Um, I just finished my first unmodded, uh, Fallout 4 playthrough just last week. Um, I managed to get all the achievements in one playthrough by wow. saving and then loading back to <laughs> previous saves. Save scumming um, it, but ni- nice. That's huge. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, but um, I played it for since it came out, and I realized I've never gotten any of the achievements because I immediately just put down mods. So I decided to to make that a run and. I had a great time with it, but nice. other than that, nothing really going on. Awesome. With me. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here and congratulations. That's, of that's course. really cool. Thank you. Awesome. All right. Adam, Bonnie, baby. Hi. Th- thanks for joining us. You got anything you want to shout out? I, I'm just still doing my usual. Uh, I'm having a quite, it's like three o'clock in the morning here. So <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm ready for bed. All right. Well, yeah, thank I'm you for on, staying I'm up late with us. I'm on Tumblr doing some uh, screenshot things. I'm getting into like digital art again. So I'm doing nice. some random stuff over there. So. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Well, thanks for thanks for staying up late and for joining us. Thank you. All right, Maverick, I know you got stuff. Oh, do I? Since we've last talked, my man. Uh, since we last talked, the, the Fallout Roundtable, the, the show that I host with four other people, which is on the Robots Radio Network, or the Robot Rocket Club, is hit, hit 52 weeks ago. And we just released episode 52 Monday. Yeah, Monday. And if you want to follow us, because I don't have Twitter personally or whatever it's called now, you can just follow the Twitter at FolloutRTB or you can send us an email, FolloutRTB at gmail.com. Or if you want to listen to our show, you can you can go on to Spotify. We're on most major platforms fallout roundtable you know it's us if it's a brown logo we also have a youtube channel also under the same name with the same logo as our spotify imagine that it's all branded that's crazy yeah and then if you want to contact me personally you can just follow you can just hit me up on discord i'll i'll look at it eventually when i'm not busy awesome awesome i'm I'm glad you made it back to another episode thank you for being here yeah. Yeah. All right. Slocum Bro, you got anything to shout out? 
Um, just been working, unpacking, and making home repairs. Uh, but I have been listening to your Lord of the Rings lore cast while doing all of it, and it's made it much more enjoyable. So just wanted to say thank you. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Well, I'm glad I can help you get through all of that with uh, with podcasts. The magic of podcasts. Um, all right. Uh, Betty, Betty Butcher, thanks for joining us. Hey, um, I'm new to this whole Patreon Discord thing, so thanks for having me. Um, not really up to much, but I do listen to this podcast a lot when i'm uh, working on pastry chef and i work early in the morning and i have a kitchen to myself so oh wow that's great on. yeah i just listen listen to this podcast and then wait to go home so i can go play some video games <laughs> that's so cool my wife and i like to watch these like baking shows and stuff and the other day one was on and i was like i walked i walked through the room and i was like i had to come over here to do stuff because i was working and i was like it's a good thing i'm not a chef or a baker because i'd be like 500 pounds <laughs> like i don't know how people do this without just eating everything yeah yeah that's amazing so that's awesome well thank you for joining us thank you all right scarecrow you got something to shout out not really just kind of hanging out well that's cool well i'm glad you decided to join us um all right, well, that, that's it for Scarecrow. Thanks for being here, Scarecrow. Uh, Nova, I know you've got some stuff. Hello, and if it would unmute, I do have some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, just going through life, trying to make the, uh, working on a lot of YouTube scripts right now with my, with my uh, for my YouTube channel, Nova, or Supernova, in capital N, zero, capital V, capital A, look for the golden retriever icon. Um, I just can't seem to find a actual script that I can stay attached to because as we discussed before, like many months ago, you know, uh, as you continue to go on with, with uh, writing the same exact thing, you begin to think, ah, this is getting boring. Let's try something else. So that's my current problem. Um, besides that, I'm working all the time, but I always on my, I always have my phone by my side because I'm my own boss and I can't get yelled at. So if anyone ever wants to contact me, just send me a message on discord. Uh, I do have a Twitter, but I hardly ever post on there. So don't even try. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For whatever Twitter is anymore. Uh, cool, man. X. Yeah. Well, I hope, I hope you're able to knock out some more scripts and get some more stuff posted. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I I currently have one I'm working on that's about the entire NCR Legion War, which I've been working on for just about a year now. I, wow. I, I did most of it, put it down for a while, came back to it recently, and I'm getting through it. So hopefully within the next week or so, I should have that video up, which would be like an hour long. Yeah. Well, keep your head down. You'll, you'll get through it. All right, <laughs> well, dude. I'm hoping. Well, yeah. thanks for joining us again. All right. And then... Right, it's always a pleasure. Yeah. And then we got Pumpkin King wrapping this up. Pumpkin King? Uh, you can always find me on the Discord if you ever want to talk or if you want to ask if I want to play. I play mainly on PlayStation. Uh, if you you can follow me on my Twitter, uh, it's the Pumpkin King with the E being a three and both eyes being ones. So you can always hit me up there. I'm tr- I want I'm, I do want to try and post more cosplays, but it's been killer heat. So <laughs> <laughs> it's tough to wear things when it's hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you ever just want to talk hit, you can hit me up on any of them awesome awesome well thanks for being here and then uh, so much uh, just genuinely everybody thank you for supporting the show and for being here and making this a thing um i know i say this all the time but i i couldn't do this without all of you 
And uh, this show specifically has changed my life and allowed me to do things that I enjoy doing for a living. And that really has made a difference for me. So thank you for being here. Uh, all of you, all of our listeners, all of everybody who has even mentioned this to their friends or done even the slightest thing to help promote the show. Thank you so very, very much. All right. That's going to do it for this week. And I'll be back next week with a regular episode. And until then, stay safe out there in whatever part of the world you're in, whatever location you are. Hopefully we don't have to live in a fallout wasteland, but uh, you know, you never know. That's man. That was really dark. All right. I'll see you guys later. Bye everybody. plug into everything else we're doing check out robotsradio.net reach out to me on twitter at robots underscore radio check out the robots radio rocket club where you can join me and a bunch of our other creators creating your podcast starting a new podcast or helping your current podcast grow there's more information about that on robotsradio.net as well and you can always talk with us and the entire community over 2,000 people on the robots radio discord Come join us. We'd love to chat with you. See you guys next time.